Today on Locked On Rockies, reviewing the Rockies continues with a favorite of mine and I'd argue a big fan favorite of the team, Kyle Freeland. A down year for Kyle, but above all, he did provide stability when healthy and gives the Rockies a chance to help Kyle reinvent himself. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Podcast for today, the seventh day of November in the year 2023. <coughs> Ooh, pardon me. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot, because that's what we do around here, is talk Rockies baseball each and every day, here on your favorite streaming service and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where you can be part of the show by firing off your Rockies hot takes, just like Tracy635. When uh, commenting on our Keeping the Right Guys for the Colorado Rockies podcast, uh, Tracy says, pretty sad. The Rangers valued John Gray more than the Rockies. Who knew him best? Gray wanted to stay and would have been our best starter. Jeff Hoffman and Tyler Anderson leave and have success. The Rockies just don't know how to develop, coach, or retain players. You can fire off your Rockies hot takes and your thoughts in the Locked on Rockies YouTube comment section. Let me know what your thoughts are on the Rockies and what you think the team should do to get back on track today's episode we will be talking about kyle freeland and his 2023 and why i am concerned but at the same time right now i think kyle freeland is a pitcher the rockies desperately need just because he needs to be the stable pitcher that they can rely on and i think even though it was a down year kyle freeland was still an effective pitcher but is that a point in his career where the Rockies need to really find something. They're, they're going to have to have help Kyle find something different to enable for him to continue to have success because I, I, I do get worried that the downward trend of Kyle Freeland could get worse if the adjustments aren't made. So we'll, we'll look into a specific advanced metric that uh, I, I, I want to talk about as well when it comes to Kyle all on today's episode of the Locked on Rockies podcast. But if you're wondering who the heck am I, I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden. I've been following this team my entire life. Been bringing in your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked on Podcast Network for over three seasons now. So uh, here's the deal. I, I want to be upfront about this review. And same with like all in, basically all of my reviews. Kyle Freeland's a player that for me, when I look at and analyze... Rockies Homer shades kind of kind of fall over my glasses. Imagine an imaginary uh, pair of purple lenses over there because Kyle Freeland's kind of everything I like in an athlete to look up for. I think his off the field stuff is tremendous. I think the fact that he has been committed uh, to the Rockies and committed to being a Colorado guy is commendable and I think overall and throughout his career Kyle Freeland has been a really solid pitcher for the Colorado Rockies someone that has uh cemented himself in, in and cemented himself in any rotation really I mean the, the the biggest concern here this year is that Kyle Freeland has kind of taken a step back in key important categories here and uh that's of the biggest concern for me and 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 part of me wonders a little bit too with just the the with how 
tough this year was going forward and, and, and with all the changes and kind of maybe some XYZ and a little bit of health issues as well. Um, what kind of all could have factored in to Kyle Freeland this year? But the fact of the matter is, uh, it just seems like Kyle Freeland needs to retool and reshape things. And, and and something also, too, about taking a little bit care, better care of himself here in terms of what he was doing with his upper body. I, I And he's going out with a shoulder and an oblique injury there uh, this year. Uh, remember, you remember he finished off the uh, the year of uh the on on the il that's where the uh that he didn't he wasn't able to finish so kind of in that core and in that in in two injuries up in that with the twisting motion the shoulders and everything there with that oblique that's the stuff that's of concern I'm, i'm curious and i'm wondering if there's some if there was something maybe mechanically with kyle this year in 2023 that was off that led to some of the issues here because Let's go over Kyle Freeland's final line here. Baseball reference uh, is where we head for our stats, as we often do here. And I think people will be surprised to hear this from Kyle or from Kyle in this season. Still a 1.7 WAR player. Again, that's not knock your socks off, but it's not negative. It's not. He he is still an effective arm. He is still an effective pitcher. He's still a pitcher that will help that can help your team win. But then when you look at the other stuff, uh, six and fourteen win loss record. I know pitcher win losses it doesn't mean much. Uh, Five oh four ERA and twenty nine starts, one hundred and fifty five innings pitched, ninety four strikeouts, and a WHIP of one point four seven one. Uh, the WHIP kind of uh, on pair with his career there. His ERA higher than his career average. Uh, his career average as well. Um, and when you compared to innings pitched this year, it was down by about uh, a little under 20 innings compared to 2022, uh, but more than 2021. And uh, the this was the fourth most innings pitched in his career. Uh, yeah, fourth most innings pitched in his career. But when you're really looking at the 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 problematic trends for Kyle Freeland, it goes into the strikeouts and the home runs. 94 strikeouts this year for Kyle Freeland. That's down from 100. That's the first time in th- uh, three seasons that he has finished under 100 strikeouts at 46 in the pandemic shortened and, and at 79 in 2019. But Kyle Freeland has gotten at least double digit strikeouts in four of his uh, of of the six full seasons that he has pitched in injuries, obviously being a factor for for that. Uh, and the most amount of losses in his career and uh, the third highest amount of starts this year. So a lot of volume for Kyle. But again, we go back to the fact that his home runs and strikeouts, strikeouts considerably down from 131 strikeouts in 2022 to 94 uh, to 94 strikeouts in 2023 and home runs jumping uh, from 19 home runs to 29 home runs there in 2023. That is the those two are the biggest warning signs when it comes to Kyle Freeland. The biggest issues when Kyle was shoving, when Kyle was effective, when Kyle was striking guys out and and limiting the long ball. That's when he was finding success last year. But too often did Kyle allow himself to get beat off of just serving something up in the middle of the plate or something that's way too hittable and in certain counts where he's missing that payoff pitch. And when you look at some of the numbers, a deeper look 
at some of the numbers here from Kyle Freeland. And when you look at uh, where he finished last year, the Rockies are, are are facing a situation where they he is going to have to uh, they they have to make an adjustment. They have to look at what Kyle Freeland was doing next year, and he has to become a different pitcher because the fact of the matter is the trends are in the wrong position, and Kyle Freeland found himself in way too many categories in the bottom percentile of baseball. But I don't think it's too late. And I don't think that Kyle Freeland is the type of pitcher where you can't retool things. If he can get a payoff pitch, if he can get a pitch that can get more swing and miss if, or in a, in a slash weak contact, which is what Kyle Freeland loves to do, that's going to be a, a, a huge boost for him. He does have the four-pitch mix, but the curve in the slider this year, uh, when you're looking at his pitch distribution here on uh, Baseball Savant, they are are below the uh, they're, they're, they can be below the league average in some areas and somewhere that uh, where he, he really can succeed on is, is that fastball because the velocity is is down as well. The 89 miles an hour was the average of, uh, velocity of his uh, of, of his fastball this year. And that's just not gonna do it. But there's encouraging signs to look for, especially when you when you see one of them. And if the Rockies can build off of it, it will help Kyle Freeland bounce back for a better 2024. And a bounce back year from Kyle Freeland would be huge. A bounce back and healthy year for Kyle Freeland is going to give the Rockies rotation stability that it desperately needs. Because Kyle Freeland did at some times provide this rotation with the stability. At least you knew that the Rockies going into it had a chance with Freeland on the mound. The trends are the concerning part. That's the focus, kind of our, our our big takeaway from segment number one here of our review of Kyle Freeland is while I, I'm encouraged by the fact that Freeland is a, a, a is productively contributes to this team, finishes the season in a positive war, does and was able to uh to to step up in some moments, that consistency and the downward trends are the things of concern. Because the going forward, the Rockies Got to make an adjustment with Kyle because there was too many things that he did not succeed with. But I think the hope is still there because I think there's still possibilities for Kyle to bounce back. And I still think that there's time for him to get better. And as he enters in this new phase, I think he's entering a point in his career where how do I get the most out of myself and my career? How do I, what's the longevity looking like now that he's, you know, being 30 years old and you're looking at a different phase of your career after being in the majors now and being a starting pitcher here for seven years? How does he, how does he adapt and change to going forward in his career to be someone that pitches in this league for a long, long time and someone that helps the Rockies win ballgames? Let's talk about more about Kyle Freeland. Let's talk about uh, the adjustments that he needs to make and, and, a, and a deeper look at some of the uh, advanced stats of Kyle Freeland. And more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. But before we do that, got to tell you about some of the folks that help make this show possible. And that includes FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Maybe you're feeling confident about the Denver Broncos taking on the Buffalo Bills on Monday night football and you want to go for the Moneyline or maybe you're going to go for the Bills and you want to uh, bet against our beloved Broncos. Why would you do that? Well, 
you have a chance to get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. Shout-outs to our everydayers out there, the folks tuning into Locked On Rockies every day on their favorite streaming services or on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate you making us your first listen every day. We are looking at and talking about some big picture stuff from Kyle Freeland. We looked at his numbers and his overall line from the season in segment number one. Let's take a look at some of the trends in his advanced metrics that are the worrisome stuff that we talked about a little bit in segment number one and where the Rockies really need to make adjustments with with Kyle Freeland. When you're looking at his overall values and uh, his values on everything, he ranks in the poor co- category in some in some key areas. XERA, X batting average, fastball velocity, average exit velocity, whiff percentage, strikeout percentage, and hard hit percentage. But what's interesting and what's encouraging is I his walk his uh walk per, his walk percentage is on the higher side in the great uh, leaning more to above average towards uh, the the plus side, the positive side. And his chase percentage is at 50%. If the Rockies are able to help Kyle Freeland uh, get and develop a little bit more of chase on some of these off-speed pitches and help him get something, maybe a little deception, maybe a little movement on that fastball, he's going to hopefully be able to build off of this chase percentage because if he can build off the chase percentage, the strikeout percentage is going to increase because the whiff percentage and the strikeout and the strike uh, strikeout percentage are very low, very very low for Kyle Freeland when they're looking at the advanced metrics here from 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 next or from last year. Kyle Freeland ranked in the bottom four percent of the league in batting average slugging, nine uh, percent. When it comes to uh, some of these other advanced me- uh, metrics, he was in the uh, bottom 6% in uh, exit velocity allowed off the bat, bottom 2% of the league in strikeout percentage and uh, ERA percentage, or in, and in ERA, bottom 7%. Kyle Freeland has to make an adjustment here. He simply has to do something where he's able to to get either more from the fastball, some deception, or, or uh, it's, it's, it's hard to know if he can beef up the velocity is that something he can handle and, and make adjustments? Can we count on Kyle Freeland to come into 2024 with higher velo on his pitches? It certainly is. But I, I, I think that if Kyle Freeland can maybe induce, create a little bit more movement and, and, and continue to create weak contact, that is going to be something that uh, that is going to be be a, 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 an advantage for him. Uh, the barrel percentage for Kyle Freeland at 8.7. They're not not the highest uh, he's had in his career, not not uh, at the low points of the league. But there's just too many categories that Kyle Freeland has found himself at the bottom of this year. Kyle Freeland is a crucial piece of this Rockies puzzle to to any form of success next year. Realistically, he is the vet. He is. I mean, he is the anchor of this rotation. He's the only one that that you're necessarily going to sit and feel a ton of confidence in. Now, Austin Gomber might have, have given you that that boost next or from last year. 
and, and we'll see how it how it goes for those two going into it. This is a key moment in the in the career of Kyle Freeland. When the trends are going the way they are, now is the time for the Rockies to have to break are going to have to break his mold. They're going to have to look at Kyle Freeland and change some things about him in order to get better results. Because plain and simple, the Rockies can't afford for Kyle Freeland to, to do what he did last year in terms of giving up the home runs and giving up the uh, the uh, the chances. But walks were down from, from 2022. If they can just help Kyle Freeland unlock this next phase or unlock this 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 a new way of getting batters out without having to rely so much on weak contact and ground balls it's going to help him immensely we know Kyle Freeland can get the ground ball in situations and get the double play to help to to help put uh, his himself out and get himself out of a jam but i would love to see and and this goes for lots more of rocky's pitchers the philosophy of missing bats has to start being incorporated and the and and this is where again can we count on the current organizational structure to help Kyle Freeland break these trends and unlock a new approach for him? Because if if Kyle Freeland is able to start adding more strikeouts and, and getting back to the strikeouts that we know he has, and if Kyle Freeland is able to to cut down on those instances where he's leaving pitches in too hit in, in much too hittable of zones, that's going to be huge for the Rockies. It's going to be huge for the, if if Kyle Freeland can consistently be counted on to give up like two runs a game and go six seven innings for the Rockies while striking out six or seven, that's massive. That's going to be huge for the team. It's just a question of can the Rockies find that? Can the Rockies work with Kyle to find what they need to change and what they need to adjust in order for him to buck these these declining trends, especially when it comes to low fastball velocity. And the fact that he just wasn't—he wasn't able to miss bats last year. He, the barrel percentage isn't isn't all that isn't on the as, as bad as some of his other statistical categories, but it's still there. Ground ball percentage uh, there at forty percent ground ball rate, which is great from 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 Kyle. You could potentially even see uh, that coming back a, a little bit more, but. All in all, I I think it's going to have to come with the way Freeland is going to have to utilize the fastball a little bit more and potentially see what he can do. I mean, curveball and changeup only used uh, curveball 17% of the time, changeup 12% of the time. We know that sinker. That sinker, when you're looking at that heat chart from this year, just so much has lo- of it living in the middle of that zone, living in that middle of that heat map there. For, for the pitchers, and again, I'm getting all these uh, extra stats from Baseball Savant uh, where everyone gets their their uh, advanced stats, it seems, from. The sinker needs to be needs to be better located next year, way catching way too much of the middle plate there as well. I really like when you're looking at the heat map here of the slider, if he can continue to work that outside corner, that slider is good. Is good. It continues to be a good pitch for him. But then when you look at the fastball, again, a lot of that fastball is is being thrown in the zone, high and in high and in the zone, in in hittable areas. So uh, it's it's too many good pitches. And and when you're looking at that slugging, that uh, that uh, slugging percentage that he was given up there, X slugging as uh, they call it here on Baseball Savant at 506, far far too high, career high in, in that for Kyle Freeland. 
uh, for for allowance there, and and basically setting career highs in a lot of these in the in the wrong ways uh, here last season. So if he can work on that pitch mix and if he can work on the location a little bit better and getting a little bit more deception, that's going to be key for Kyle. Because at the end of the day, I am not going to. I I are there better pitchers out there? Yes. Do we need more from Kyle Freeland? Yes. But right now, in the state of this of, of the Rockies rotation, I'm really happy the Rockies have someone like Kyle Freeland that we know and understand and a person that has been pitching and handling this place for seven years and is hopefully entering a point in his career where he's looking to reshape and retool things and the Rockies and him can work together into finding some nice a nice second leg here for Kyle Freeland as he uh, goes into season number eight. Because as we're going to talk about in segment number three, at the end of the day, Kyle Freeland makes me happy to be a Rockies fan because he is an easy guy to root for. Let's talk about that coming up in segment number three. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. Your team is the Colorado Rockies. You found us. You're in the right spot. It's what we do. We're talking Rockies baseball each and every day right here on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel and on the Locked on Rockies uh, or streaming services. Well, we don't have streaming services. We're on the streaming services. Just search Locked on Rockies. You'll be taken to where you need to go. No problem. Okay, uh, we've been reviewing Kyle Freeland here. And uh, all in all, to summarize, I think from our first two things are the numbers are concerning. There's no way to cut it. The trends are, are, aren't exactly what we're hoping for. The performance from last year wasn't what we were hoping for. But I'm not losing hope in a 30-year-old guy that has been able to navigate the challenges of pitching at Coors Field and took it on in that phase of his career. And I'm not going to ignore the fact that he's a professional athlete that I think is going to have the ability to adjust and find, the, find ways to success and help find ways to reinvent his career. I just am not overtly positive that the Rockies are going to give him the best resources and best tools possible for that. And I'm not sure they're always going to be able to back it up on the field, but the benefit for Kyle Freeland going into next year, especially in the first half of the season and something that will, that most of the pitchers will benefit from as we continue to highlight this off season is this team's uh, potential greatness on defense and the uh, returning defense. Kyle Freeland is going to benefit from having Brenton Doyle and Nolan Jones in the outfield. Kyle Freeland is going to benefit from Brendan Rodgers, Ezekiel Tovar, and Ryan McMahon all playing in the infield. And Kyle Freeland is going to have another year to continue to get closer and, and, and more attached with Elias Diaz, who has, the habit, who has the tendency to being able to cut down runners. The defense is going to help Kyle Freeland. It's, it, it factors in very well with how he with, with the type of pitcher that he is, with where he's found success in the past. That is going to be something that I think is going to be a really interesting wrinkle for this Rockies pitching staff in general as we go into the beginning part of the season. Yes, the Rockies had these young guys, and they turned them at certain points of the season, but the Rockies were also sending out some much different defensive alignments in plainly speaking, much worse defensive alignments there than they were in the second half of the season. Brenton Doyle is better than any center field option the Rockies started with last year. And Nolan Jones is better than any left field option that the Rockies started with last year, who also can play in right field. And and and, and at the same time, Charlie Blackman will be fine enough out there in right field. That sure, certainly isn't going to be the, and they'll, they'll mix and match with who they'll put out there. Sean Bouchard, Michael Tolia, XYZ. 
that the the the, the Rockies defense is in a position to help support this depleted pitching staff, which will it's not going to help the Rockies make the playoffs, but could help the Rockies avoid 100 losses and could help them avoid the early season slog as well. So that's uh, that's another factor to factor into Kyle. But above all, I'm always rooting for Kyle Freeland. Kyle Freeland's an easy guy to root for. I'm never not going to root from a color for a Colorado kid who's come through, uh, come up through Colorado, who's bought fully into the Rockies, who commits to the Rockies, who has had success with the Rockies, and really is an example of a player that you want to to be a leader in your community off the field through his work with Special Olympics and the fact that he's been uh, nominated for the Clemente Award, I believe, multiple times during his seven-year t- uh, time with the Rockies. He's a passionate guy. He cares about winning and losing. He cares about the Rockies. That's what I enjoy and what I embrace about Kyle Freeland. It's never been about, woe is me, I'm a course field pitcher. Woe is me, I got to deal with pitching at altitude. And um, the the uh, he's he that's that just really adds in to reasons to root for him. That adds into why I I, I believe that he is somebody that is it, it, it's those are the type of guys that help great teams just like when we saw with john gray i mean we know and 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 look at how big he came up in that in that world series for the rangers They, they those type of guys are key for your team they might not be the flashiest they might not be the biggest names but the guys that that can come in day in day out have success bounce back handle adversity and buy into your team just mean mean a lot and make it for for us as the fans someone that's easy able to buy into one of the best things that can happen for the Rockies in 2024 is a bounce back successful year from Kyle Freeland. If Kyle Freeland is a good to don, if, if, if say if Kyle Freeland comes out and, and he's not only good, but he's great, that would be massive for the Rockies. Absolutely huge for the Rockies to give themselves a pitcher that is going to give them a chance every single game because the rest of the rotation, you're mostly kind of shrugging your shoulders. And and that includes Kyle Freeland for some people. And especially in last year, you you weren't overly confident. But if Kyle Freeland bounces back, it is it is going to be a key, key piece in the hopeful return. Uh, if the return is close. If the return is a two-year uh, bounce back like, these other, like the Diamondbacks and Rangers, which it won't be, Kyle Freeland will be a key piece in that. All in all, I think that there is the potential for Kyle Freeland to make an adjustment. There is there is hopeful there is plenty of talent still left with Kyle Freeland. He still has ability. It's now how do we adjust? Where can we shift? What can we change to help Kyle Freeland get back to the success he's had while also navigating the concerns and navigating the navigating the impact of seven years in the big leagues. So down year for Kyle down year for Rockies pitching in general, but I'm not giving up hope yet. And I'm, and I, and like I said, he's an easy, easy guy to root for. 
Folks, uh, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. We're going to continue our Rockies in review series this week. We're going to probably focus on some more pitchers here. I'm finalizing who we're going to do, but more Rockies in review and uh, more Rockies news breaks or baseball news breaks. We'll talk about it. I know we didn't talk too much about the uh, the the. I think we talked a little bit ye- uh, yesterday about the the shift there at manager in Chicago. But uh, we'll talk about uh, all the stuff happening in the world of Rockies throughout the week as well, and reviewing our Rockies players from 2023. As that will continue right here on the Locked On Rockies podcast, folks. You can find us on your favorite streaming services. You can find us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. You can be part of the show when you subscribe and post your comments in the Locked On Rockies YouTube comments action let me know what's on your mind when it comes to the colorado rockies and folks until next time this is paul holden saying so long from the locked on rockies podcast but for your second listen of the day check out locked on mlb or if you need more colorado sports coverage the locked on broncos locked on avalanche locked on nuggets and locked on buffs podcast have you covered until tomorrow we'll catch you on the flippity flip